welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa News of PapaNews.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and special co-host Lady Muse of HouseOfSelfEmpowerment.com in Victorville, California. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, John St. Germain of JohnStGermain.com in Knoxville, Tennessee, bringing us today's topic on meaningful coincidence and synchronicity. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection. Using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or root work as divined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Miss Cat and Lady Muse. Miss Cat? Hi. Well, welcome everyone uh, to this show. Um, As usual, I uh, try to provide a little bit of uh, chronological continuity by telling what's happened during the course of the past week. And, um, you know, for all of those who may be listening 15 years in the future or whatever, um, uh, this week we had some terrible uh, wildfires breaking out in California. Um, one of them uh, called the Camp Fire because it started on a place called Camp Road uh, near the town of Paradise, California, has basically destroyed the entire town. And we here in Forestville, about 175 miles uh, southwest, have been having hazardous air quality, red skies and smoke ever since. And um We've been instructed not to open the windows and not to leave our houses because of the high rate of particulate matter in the sky. So we were just sort of feeling sorry for ourselves and thinking that, you know, gee whiz, those poor guys in paradise, but we have it pretty bad too. But no, then the fires broke out in Malibu, Ventura County and Los Angeles County, Um, the Hill Fire and the Wolsey Fire. um, People's houses have burnt down there. And um, and it's pretty bad <laughs> down there yeah, too. Yes, it is. And um, and I know um that uh, my heart just goes out to everybody down there. Of course, everyone's making a big deal about all the celebrities whose houses burnt. Well, there aren't as many of them as the people in paradise. That's all I'm gonna say. That whole town is gone, including the schools, the churches, everything. Um, businesses, homes, and uh, so far as of today, I, I think they're saying about uh, 25 people have died as a result of all of these fires. I'm looking at the sun right now. I can stare right at it. It's just this dark orange ball that looks like we're having an eclipse. Um, wow. It is not normal. <laughs> um, so I've been staying indoors and um and just, you know, working, doing writing and stuff like that. Last year when we had these Tubbs fires uh, in uh, in Santa Rosa, we had the same kind of a sky and, and same kind of a 
uh, ash fall, and um, I ended up coughing for three months and having to go on inhalers. So I'm I'm just taking it real easy <laughs> and not going yes, outdoors. Yes, yes, don't do that. <laughs> so, right. so I'm going to welcome in now um, our normal co-host, our regular co-host, Contraband Ali, cannot be here today. But we have also from Southern California the lovely Lady Muse. So welcome, Lady Muse, to be the co-host. Well, it is good to be here and an honor to be here, Miss Cat. You know, I love to hang out with you. <laughs> well, I love you too, honey. You're just fun. Yeah. Um, are you are you getting any of the effect of that um, fire up where you are near um, Victorville? No, not really. We haven't been. It's, it's not too bad up here. Uh, it's actually uh, a lot of wind is blowing on. It's a little chilly, but we're not getting too much of the smoke up here, fortunately. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's mostly blowing out to sea, as I understand right. it. From where you are, it's blowing out to sea where we are too. But it's just coming over us before it gets to the sea. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Take cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys are safe. Um, yeah. I am. You know, I am concerned because we have a lot of friends down in that area, and um, it, you know, it's not just also. I mean, the fires are terrible, and and my heart goes out to those who. Um, lose their possessions and their houses, and also those who've lost family members. But there is a long-term health implication also. So uh, if you're in the path of any of this, please do stay indoors and don't don't be a hero. Don't go out there and breathe. <laughs> stay indoors yeah, and breathe right. safely. Um, so Try if I cough breathe. today, that's why. All right. <laughs> so... Um, so, um, Lady Muse, tell me what um, kind of spell work you've been doing lately. What's been going on lately at your place? Okay, well, you know, the, we're in the uh, waxy moon cycle, uh, so we're doing a lot of attraction work. We're doing a lot of uh, different uh, good things. But one, one thing we've been focusing on is kind of it kind of got my goat. I don't know if you've heard about the story about the, uh, the baby that's a year and eight months, 20 months, the lady stabbed this baby. The grandmother stabbed the baby, and then cooked the baby in the oven alive. Oh, uh, oh my God! Just, oh yes, I, yes, yes. I heard that. Did yes. you go? Yeah. So I'm, we have I, been, I've been really missed out. Uh, yes, we have been really praying that that baby receives justice. You know, that justice is. I, I mean, come on. A year wow. and eight months. She can't. She can't do anything. Helpless. Helpless. Mm-hmm. And, and and whatever happened, she didn't deserve that. Not that baby. Not like that. My neighbor, my neighbor showed that story to me, and he was very upset about it. He just yes. couldn't believe it. He, I said, yeah. yes, wow. it's just it's it's unfathomable. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, I'm I'm sorry. I missed that one. I've been sitting here um, working on uh, uh, the edited compilation and revision of Black and White Magic of Marie Laveau. So I haven't been talking to anybody or reading any news other than about the fires. Um, that's terrible. Well, justice yes. is a good is a good thing to serve, and um, that's uh, wow. That's that's a tragedy. So, yes. um, well, we're, we've already heard from, although we have not yet officially said hi to uh, our our guest today, uh, John Saint Germain. So, welcome to the show, John. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I jumped in there. That was just terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a, uh, a bodhisattva, Jizo, uh, you know, who is a bodhisattva of uh, of babies. Oh, yeah. That you pray That's to. Right. Uh, born in it, you know, those who are still born, those who are unborn, uh, 
uh, and those who who die before their time, um, the Bodhisattva Jizo, Jizo. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, I do remember that name. Well, I want to, uh, before we get into the farther into the show, um, I want to ask you what is going on in your part of the world, Knoxville. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, um, Knoxville has traditionally been a red state, a Republican state, and I mean a far red state, and we're starting to get purple now. Uh, um, <laughs> the victory of the Republicans over the Democrats, you know, we the Republicans won, but barely, barely, mm-hmm. and uh, and um the races were so close that they were neck and neck up to the final moment. And so there's a for for um, Texas and Tennessee to be so close in the in the Dem, in the uh, Democratic versus Republican race. There's a message being sent, and I strongly believe that this is because of the spiritual work um, that's been done behind the scenes and. Um, um, there's there's magical battles and spiritual battles being fought on on the uh, on the grassroots level um, on both sides, and uh, it seems that the uh, the powers for good are winning. I know people are having a very hard time uh, spiritually because of the uh, the events, but I, I also know that there's a, a lot of us doing confundus spells. Um, Aimed at the highest levels, and they appear to be working. If well, that's you, you that's interesting. Yes, and I didn't even mention that talking about my local fires here. But yeah, we we had yeah. the midterm elections, and there's, it's been a bit of a shakeup, and uh, it's still ongoing. There are still recounts underway in several yes. places. I want to give a yeah. shout out to the people in our chat room, many of whom are uh, friends. Um, I want to yeah, say hi to um, Al Chemical Artisans Hour. And Anna Gabrielle and Doe Mystic. Hi. Hey. Doe Dominica. Hi. Um, and Miss Michael. Um, I just love you so much. And um, Papa G, who I have to just once again say, today was yet another day in which I had ginger in my tea, courtesy of Papa G. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to, good to see him here. Yeah. And hello also to Tony I, who doesn't yeah, know how to by. But hi Tony, nice to nice to see your name in the chat log. So and of course we have some guests and we have you know all the usual um, uh, characters. And um, I love it when people listen live. It's always it's always great. Um, but and oh now Sherry has shown up too. Um, but um, you know when people listen live, it's it's wonderful. But you can also always uh, listen in the archive and the chat log um, will be posted in the Lucky Mojo forum. I also yes. want to congratulate um, three new graduates of my Hoodoo Root War Correspondence course. And um, uh, two of them, um, uh, Reverend James and um, uh, Dr. Derensburg, have already been made moderators at the Lucky Mojo forum because they had more than 50 helpful posts at the forum when they graduated. In fact, mm. um uh, one of them had uh, 150 posts, so that was that was wow. pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, Doctor, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Reverend James, and um, and there's a third graduate, which was um, Art PA. He has several. He has, I think, 15 posts at the forum. If he gets his number up, we'll make him a moderator too. But I'm so glad to have people taking this course who are willing to give back to the community, even while they are learning, 
and becoming mm-hmm. professionals themselves, they are answering people in the forum and getting their post counts up. And, of course, once you are a moderator at the forum, if you make more than 50 posts in a month, you get um, Lucky Mojo gift certificates for products. So it's a win-win situation. So um, that's all I have to say about that. Congratulations, new graduates. And we have some other people. Yeah, congratulations to them. And we, met, well, I think we're going to hear a bit, bit more from Dr. Derensburg and Reverend James. I, I have a, a feeling that we may hear more from them than just them being moderators. And I'm just going to keep that rest under my lid, all right? <laughs> but they, they're, they're, they're both good, solid workers. Their replies in the forum are solid, traditional, hoodoo, root work, conjure, um, answers to questions from the public, and that's what we love. And they're patient also. They don't get mad at people. They they just help them. Yes, um, <laughs> Papa G says something funny in the in the chat log. He says, uh, we've been having Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour marathons in the soap factory going back to 2013, relearning and laughing a lot. Well, we love you, Papa G, out there in the, in the world of soap manufacturing. Um and, and and folks, if you don't know about Papa G and his um, fantastic shop um, in Nashville, he has um, he does everything. I mean, the man is an herbologist and a chemist all wrapped in one. Um, and he has a good book on soap making, good book on uh, on uh, spiritual oils. Wonderful, wonderful person, Papa G, and a member of Air, and one of my good Taurus friends. All righty. Well, that's it for the. A very nice, uh, published and designed a very nice uh, Lenormand style deck too. Oh, that's right. That's right. He has a Lenormand uh, deck. Yeah, he's an artistic Taurus. All right. Having said all of that, let's let's get on into our panel discussion, which we were, you know, have as a presentation here. The topic is synchronicity and meaningful coincidences, and they're role in spirituality and magic. I'm going to just lead off with just a little um, statement. I have been one of those people who has been gifted with the perception of meaningful coincidences to a high degree, to the point that I began to think my life was like really different than other people's lives. In fact, I think my life is different from other people's lives because I've had so many of these. And I tell these tales often. I don't want to repeat them all here. How I met my husband. Um, for instance, significant coincidence. He lived on Ironwood Drive in um, uh, San Jose, California. Um, Jose Joseph being the name of my father. My last name was Ironwood. His was not. He took the name Ironwood. We married in a commemoration of that odd coincidence. Um there are many other such coincidences in my life, but that's one that really stands out. I've found that if you let yourself be led by coincidence, but not um, obsessed by coincidence, you will have whole new spiritual vistas open to you, things you never saw before. But since John is our guest and he brought us this topic, I'm going to turn it over to you, John. What do you have to say about synchronicity and spiritual coincidences? Well, uh, if we want to talk about synchronicity, we have to go to the source, don't we? Uh, yes. Carl Jung. Yep. Uh, Carl Gustav, well, Carl... that Nazi Jung. Yes. <laughs> Carl Jung. Uh, well, first of all, he he noticed uh, things in his. You know, he was Carl Jung was um, 
obsessed with paranormal. He was one of the guys who uh, really studied the paranormal and wanted to understand how it worked. You know, why did ESP work? Uh, he brought us the study of archetypes and stereotypes and all kinds of stuff. And he believed that life wasn't a series of random events. He was just the opposite of the uh, existentialist who thinks you know life is random and meaningless. He thought uh, there was an expression of a deeper order that he and some of his uh, co-followers uh, referred to as the Unus Mundus, the unified world. And that led to his idea of the um, collective unconscious and other ideas that archetypes that are shared uh, worldwide. You know, how do people from Europe and America and Australia all come up with the same ideas? Uh, it's because we're all tapping into the same wellspring and that we are, uh, all living things are not only just an expression of this uh, unified uh, underlying thing, all things that rise from it and all things go back to it, we're not just an expression of it, we are it. You know, we are, uh, we don't just uh, rise from it and fall from it, we are it. Um, um, and um, so this this deeper order uh, idea led to insights that a person uh, who's embedded in this wholeness uh, could develop a realization of it. And to him, this was just more than just a theory uh, or just an exercise. He he believed that this was the that the whole source of spiritual awakenings, uh, epiphanies, uh, and enlightenment. So. <clears throat> That's where synchronicity comes from. That synchronicity is an a-causal relationship between two events, which means that there cannot be poss possibly any connection between them. You know, if you drop a hammer on your toe and you break a toe, that's a causal relationship. It's obvious, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the um, example he gave was he had a client, a patient, describe a very clear dream about a golden scarab. And then within a day or so, there was a bug flew through his window and hit his uh, glass cabinet, and he caught it in his hand, and it was a golden scarab beetle. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, that dream and that beetle cannot have a causal relationship. And this is the very meaning of synchronicity, an a-causal relationship. Yes. Yes, this is this is um, often given as a, a very very good example, and I'm going to jump in here too sure. and say that I have seen um, some of these things that happen that are like so spectacularly weird. I mean, you know, you uh, you know dream about someone you haven't seen in five years, and the next day they phone you. Uh, that's yes. usually chalked up to dreaming true. But it is an, a synchronicity that is in close proximity. Um, and um, these things that happen can also be misleading. And I'm going to just quickly throw this out. Um, a friend of mine and I um, use the term white glove synchronicity to refer to synchronicities that produce no meaningful change in your life. They are simply what you might call quantum entangled events, but sure. they don't lead somewhere. And the example given was a person who related that they had found a, a white glove in the restaurant where they went to eat. And um, and it was only one glove, and it was there, and they just turned it into the lost and found. They then hailed a taxi upon leaving the restaurant, and the ostensibly matching white glove was in the taxi cab. Um, but it didn't... Okay. <laughs> it didn't take them anywhere. You know what I mean? They didn't meet the right. person who owned the white glove. They didn't know what to do. It was right. just like, oh, well, that was strange. So quantum entanglement or white glove 
synchronicity happens, but it doesn't often always open the doors of heaven to a revelation of the divine. And um, and yet it does happen and should be acknowledged. You know what I'm saying? Um, sure. And yet it could, you know, if, if you, something like that would be like, wow, <laughs> you know, that could be a mm-hmm. wow moment, you know, like, wow. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, what a coincidence, you know, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. That could well, be a glimpse, so, you know, what they call right. it. Well, you know, it, you know there's, a, there's a sort of a science fiction idea here that it shows some sort of uh, glitch in the program, as Philip K. Dick might have envisioned it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oops, all of a sudden you saw the, you know, the mechanism behind everything, and you kind of went, what was that? You know, uh, there's yeah. a shortage of white gloves. They must just kind of make do with all, you know, just one pair has to appear everywhere. I mean, that's kind of crazed, you know. Um it, the the end of the white will of synchronicity story is that the guy then later went and sat down on a on a park bench and there was a black glove and he goes okay I'm not getting it <laughs> yeah yeah it was like oops I was supposed to get a pair of white gloves or or both white gloves were right hand gloves yeah, instead right. of a white hand and a left hand glove it's right. like, well, yeah, wait a minute. Kind of, yeah so so my friend and I call this white glove synchronicity or or non productive synchronicity but sometimes synchronicity is simply productive because of the way it opens your eyes to the divine reality that it's almost as if like there's a um a bunch of little um i guess you might call them angels we call them angels Mm -hmm. uh, little divine spirits going around rearranging things and dropping gloves and whatever um, yes. But sometimes those coincidences yes. are meaningful enough to totally change your life. Like as yes. with me meeting my husband, simply agreeing to meet a total stranger because he lived on a street that was the same pronunciation as my last name. I never would have met him otherwise. I just would have not. I would have said, no, thank you. <laughs> well, wow. there's a couple of examples of uh, of that. Uh, I was trying to find this book. I couldn't find it, but it, I think it's called Strange Coincidences. Um that's the actual title of it, and this guy collected stories like that, and I couldn't find that in a short amount of time because I have thousands of books, and they're everywhere. But um, one story was very um, interesting to me, and it stood out. There was a, a couple, and they went to Mexico on their honeymoon, let's say, like 1950, and um, they stayed at a certain hotel, and they were driving to a certain cafe to have breakfast, and a little boy on a bicycle pulled out in front of them and they hit them hit the boy with their car and it was a low speed he wasn't injured they ruined the bike and so they bought him a new bike and everything was fine well 25 years later on the 25th anniversary they decided to go back to the same city in mexico and they stayed at the same hotel and they were driving to the same restaurant to have breakfast and another little boy on the same street at the same time pulled out in front of them on the bicycle and they hit the same little, well they hit the little boy it couldn't be the same little boy right but they hit the little boy on the bicycle and the guy was like what what a coincidence I would hit a little boy on the same street same accident well it turned out that the little boy had the same name as the boy they had hit 25 years ago wow. and he goes, what a coincidence wow. well, and, well it gets even worse than that because more than that because it turns out that he was the son of the guy that he had hit 25 years ago Whoa. See, Whoa. those things, you just kind of go, what is God doing? <laughs> it just right. sort of and, says, but, hi, and, and look see, at me. And what does it mean? And what does it mean? You know, what does it mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, why? What does it mean? How are these people entangled, you see? And uh, uh, 
and this was apparently well researched. It was in the papers. The guy looked at it and said, you know, well, is this urban myth or not? But it turned out he talked to all the people involved, and it, it really happened. And then what do you make of this? I was uh, in New Orleans uh, about six years ago in a restaurant, and I heard someone talking. I thought, he sounds familiar. And uh, I turned around, and I said, sure. I said, I said, is your name, we'll say so-and-so. Uh, well, name's Buck. You know, is your name Buck, so-and-so? He goes, yeah. I said, did you go to West High School in the 70s? He goes, yeah. I said, man, there's been something bothering me for like 25 years. And I said, uh, I owe you an apology. And he goes, yeah, yeah. He said, it's been bothering me too, man. He said, he said, come on, let's go have a drink. And so we we shook hands and we settled something. It, it turned it had been bothering both of us. Or something went happened between us, and it was over a girl. And we had had words, and we said things we regretted for 25 years. And uh, we were in New Orleans in the same restaurant, sitting a table apart. Wow. And and we had we had a couple drinks together, and we well, had more than a couple told stories about what we've been up to for 25 years and shook hands. And this, this thing that had been nagging at both of us, like, man, I wish that hadn't happened. You know, God, we were a bunch of dicks, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. you know this couple just said things we regretted. And, um, and you know, and, and as it turned out, neither one of us got the girls, she, somebody else. And it was like, <laughs> God, we were both, God, we just both acted really badly and embarrassed ourselves and, and said things. And, uh, you know, and, and then we, we shook hands, had a few drinks. So we were fine. Well, you know, let's let's take this back. And I want to also mention that in addition to some books about this, Ripley's Believe It or Not, which is an old um, uh, panel comic that um, people would send in stories about their lives, um, they used to publish these a lot. And also Fate Magazine, uh, mm-hmm, a wonderful mm-hmm. magazine in its time, used to publish these accounts. Um I, I'd like to bring in uh, Lady Muse because she's been kind of quiet here. Let's talk about not just wondering about these, but do you have any thoughts about how to increase the, the amount of synchronicity in your life in order to make your life more attuned with your goals of self-empowerment? Well, um, yes, um, there are different things that we can do um, mm-hmm. to aid in our gifts, to enhance our gifts. To um, I noticed that highly sensitive people, okay, uh, it's called HSP, they tend to pick up on different things, well, a lot of things, and, and sometimes it can make them uncomfortable, and it's not because there's something wrong with them, it's usually because they are spiritually gifted in some sort of way. So they're picking up on spirits and things that are about to happen, and, you know, things that have already happened, and so... If we want to enhance those gifts, I know that there are herbs that you can work with, and you can find a lot of these herbs at Lucky Mojo. Like, for example, you have anise seed out there mm-hmm. and acacia. Okay, you can mix those together in a mojo bag. You can also uh, do brew the anise seed as a tea. Okay, or you can add it to uh, resins such as dragon's blood, myrrh, and uh, this is what you would be uh, using as your to burn while you're invoking your ancestors or invoking your spirit guides. But the main thing is to plug into your ancestors, plug into your spirit guides so that you can be more attuned to what uh, the spirits are trying to tell you. Um, When I was a child, when I was little, I was three years old, four years old, as a matter of fact, I was four years old, and my mother was pregnant. Now, you tell me, a four-year-old don't know too much about pregnancy, but... So I I laid my head 
on her belly. And, you know, I was raised in the Christian tradition. And so I said, Mom, I said, Jesus said you're going to have twins. And she said, huh? I said, yes. she said, how did you know it was Jesus? I said, well, it was the thought that came to my mind. And because, you know, I was, I'm raised in the Christian, Christian tradition, this is what we were taught when you hear things talking to you, such as that it's Jesus, it's the angels, you know, a spiritually gifted child. This is what we're, we're told, we're, what we're taught. And so she went to the doctor, and sure enough, she was having twins, okay? So then another day I was laying on her, on her stomach, and I put my hand on her tummy, and I said, the girl is right here, and I pointed to the bottom of her tummy, and I said, and the boy is right here. Now, how does a four-year-old know anything about twins, know anything about a girl and boy twin, or where they could be placed in the tummy? So my mother had the twins in that order. The girl came out first, which I pointed to the lower end, and the boy came out behind. So now, was wow. that just a coincidence? No, that's that's amazing. Um, th- that is amazing. I'm going to uh, uh, say, see, but we know you're gifted. <laughs> <laughs> you said what? You know what I'm saying? We know you're gifted. Um, but, you know, I, I have to just share another one, too, because we're talking about oh. uh, very strange things. So um, I went to a funeral of a friend of mine, and um, yeah. while I was at the – it was a closed casket funeral, and um, – uh, her daughter come over to me and she says, I hate to tell you this, but my mother is wearing the exact same dress and the exact same color that you're wearing here at the funeral inside her coffin. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, what, yes. But what is it? what did it, quote, get me? Nothing except for that I my heart was broken that she had died and I was I felt even more in tune, but it was uh, really shocking. It was rather shocking to her daughter. <laughs> you know? I'm sure it was. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But you said yeah. you said something that made that was very important, Miss Cat. It said it helps you be more in tune. So you mm-hmm. was actually connected with what was going on in the grieving process of the family at that moment. You know, the spirit of the lady that passed. That's very powerful. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was interesting. I guess the one effect of it was that although uh, the daughter and I are not like close friends, we don't hang out with each other, but I took mm-hmm. it as a sign that I was to a ad- Become her godmother in some Adopter. sense. Adopter, right. Adopter in right. some sense because yes, it was like, yes, yes. like uh, you know, like her mother said to me, mm-hmm. you know, here you are, you're ready to step. You're wearing my dress, just step into my shoes. Mm-hmm. And of course, I never have become her actual mom, but I look mm-hmm. out for her and will for the rest of my life because That's of it. it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Mhm. So. Yes, there's a there is a lot uh, to incubating these uh, forms of synchronicity. Now, Lady Mears, you mentioned aniseed, and that is always a good one. Psychic vision oil, which is made with anise, jasmine, one of those in, ingredients that because um, jasmine blooms at night, um, and there's also what's called hasnohana or night blooming jasmine. Yeah, hasnahana oil. Those are all used for increasing psychism in one way or another. And to wear them, also Indian Spirit Guide, which is a a slightly different formula. It has tobacco in it and stuff for Native American spirits to be encouraged to um, manifest. Uh, Those types of things 
encourage spiritual contacts, contact with the spirit world. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also something that I learned a long time ago I want to share. If you have such an event, such a coincidence in your life, and you don't mention it, you let it go unacknowledged, you are more or less telling the universe, don't send me any of those, they're not important to me. Mm-hmm. I believe I must have read this in Fate magazine when I was very young. And the the um, the statement was, if such a thing happens, tell someone, tell at least one person. And even if you tell five people or tell people for the next 25 years, share it because you are asking thereby for more such coincidences from in your life by affirming that synchronicities and meaningful coincidences help guide your life and affirming that they have happened to you. It's like sending a little, you know, hand wave out to the universe. I'd like more of those, please. Mm-hmm. Right? And um and and that is important. I I'm gonna tell one more from my life. Um okay. uh, this was and uh, I just a, to. Go ahead. Okay, just just a quick <laughs> one. Um again it involves death and many of these do involve death in many people's lives. A lady friend of mine died. Um her husband um was very grief stricken, needless to say. I conceived the idea um that uh, I should send him a Christmas present when she appeared to me in a dream at the foot of my bed and I went what are you doing here you're dead and she said no no you must send him a Christmas present and I woke up and I went oh my gosh so I didn't know what to do and I didn't know them even well enough to have ever been in their house so I just went out and bought um, two little plastic dinosaurs because I knew he'd mentioned he liked dinosaurs and I outfitted them with little hooks to make them into um, Christmas tree ornaments and they were those little airbrushed made in China dinosaurs and I sent them to him he completely freaked out. It turned out that every year that they'd been together, before they were married and while they were married, she'd always given him two plastic Christmas tree ornaments made out of little plastic dinosaurs. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there I you go. knew that got him by his goat. Yes. Well, you know, I have learned that when you are hearing from your spirit guides and you know and you want to know is this really a sign it's good to ask for one more than one like you know as we're building a relationship with our spirit guides the deities that we work with you know you 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 talk to them and you tell them how that they can communicate with you for example if they're going to send you a sign or something you want to see it three times you know or Mm -hmm. or twice whatever floats your boat you know but you want to ask for a series and then that way you know that they're trying to get your attention for something you know for you to pay attention or or what is it whatever it is that they want you to know and then you can kind of take it from there so that's a good key to make sure you communicate that with them show it to me more than once let me see it more than once or more than twice you know mm-hmm. times the charm uh-huh. mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, pop in some stuff here from the chat room papa g mentions four more sacred herbs sweet grass which is often used to communicate with the dead cedar wood sage and tobacco very good choices all sacred herbs and miss michael says that Gideon asked for two signs on one occasion in Judges six thirty six to 40. Thank you, Miss Michael, our, the, the co-author of Hoodoo Bible Magic, speaking up and with her great knowledge of the Bible. Um, I have also at times asked for 
uh, a second or third message. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes I don't. I figure if I don't, it's white glove synchronicity. It's just one of those linkages, but it doesn't lead you down a path. It just says, you know, by the way, the universe is really complicated. Here you go. Now, I'm going to just say one other thing, too. We talk about in the world of um, science, people talk about what they call confirmation bias. And this is the idea that your desire to have things be connected or your desire for pattern recognition will lead you to be biased in favor of confirming uh, synchronicities. This is why Gideon asked for two signs. This is why Lady Muse says, show me again. And this is why with white glove synchronicity, you actually have to kind of ask the question that um, Parsifal asks in um, the Holy Grail, search for the Holy Grail, unto whom is this served? In other words, what is this for? And that is... um, Correlation does not necessarily imply causation. Is, That's is, correct. That uh, is exactly it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and Papa G says he meant to clarify those were four Native American sacred herbs. Yeah, we got that. Thanks. Ahead <laughs> of you on that one, Papa G. Thanks so much. Um, and Miss Michael says, I'm asking for multiple signs and using psychic herbs are ways of training your confirmation bias to tell you the truth. I love that idea, Miss Michael. Training your confirmation bias. Train it. As right. if it were a reluctant <laughs> little kitten. <laughs> All right, well, this has been a hot topic. Lots of interesting stories to tell. We could probably all just sit around a campfire and drive each other crazy telling these stories. But we do have some readings to do. And um, so let's turn this over to Papa Newt and take our first client. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour with your host, Catherine Ironwood, and special co-host, Lady Muse. And this week's special guest, John St. Germain, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination, and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through blog, talk, radio, or via telephone by dialing. 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the forum, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, Papa Newt, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. And our first caller is a return caller uh, calling in from area code 314 in St. Louis. This is Lindsay. Lindsay, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yeah, we can hear you fine. And welcome back. I see that you did give us a call back in June, uh, on June 10th of 2018. And I do remember that uh, episode and you're calling to kind of give us an update, but you do want to follow up as as well. Is that correct? That would be great. Thank you. (laughs) Certainly. And Lindsay writes, uh, update. I called to the show in, in June for advice on whether to leave the spiritual group I had been involved with, which is led by someone I believed has borderline personality disorder and narcissistic characteristics. 
Since then, I completed the prescribed root work, served tie, severed ties with the leader, and started my own successful group. Things were quite uh, quiet until the end of October when I started to get psychic inklings as well as reports from friends that uh, things were stirring. Question. I want to know if this former leader truly pre- uh, presents any real danger or threat to myself or the others in my group, and if uh, a more serious protection work is warranted. Turning back to you, Ms. Kat. All right. Hi, Lindsay. Nice to Hi. hear your voice again. And um, for all of those who don't um, know Lindsay, um, she's a graduate of my Hoodoo Work Work uh, course and um, an accomplished, uh, I guess you could say, conjure doctor and um, and spiritual work, right? <laughs> Still learning, but working on that. <laughs> working on that, she says. Well, um, she she has um, posted in the Lucky Mojo forum, and her name is Blue. When you go to the forum, your name is Blue, honey. That means you're a graduate. And the people should. Oh, that's. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> people, that means people can pay attention to what you say because you know your business. All righty. So I'm going to um, do a little bit of um, a quick catch up here. What is your sign of the zodiac? I am a Sagittarius with an Aquarius moon and Cancer rising. Okay. Cancer rising, very, 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 very sensitive. Aquarius moon kind of puts a tough. Um, mental, uh, you know, framework around things. So they're kind of in conflict a little bit. Sagittarius, of course, very well known for an interest in religion, philosophy, and um, the peoples of the world. Great combination. Now, um, this narcissistic borderline personality disorder person that you severed ties with, uh, what sign is that person? She's a Scorpio, and I think she has Cancer Moon and Scorpio Rising. Okay, Scorpio. So she's willing to do dark deeds. Not saying that Scorpios are uniformly negative like that, but Scorpios don't have a lot of problem doing dark deeds if they want to. So the question is, um, what's up? That's the question. So I'm going to throw down three cards on this and see what I get and um, whether protection is needed. Card number one, Queen of Swords. Well, that definitely says to me you, you're in a kind of an, uh, an awkward position. Queen of Swords beckons someone to come to her. Like, I want people to come to my group, and I want to have a successful group that I'm leading in my tradition. And she has her sword up, though. She needs to guard against incursions, and she needs to um, do so without attacking. In other words, if anything is needed, it is strictly on the basis of let them impale themselves on your sword because you're not going after them, if you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. one of those, It's one of those. Um, what I call, um, uh, you know, biblical justice things where uh, Queen of Swords is a leader, very firm leader, and is a person who uh, does have to have a bit of a defense up. Um, also, there's one bird overhead, um, in her card, and that means you need to take the high view, you know, take that that bird's eye view, that drone's eye view of the situation. See if you can, in a meditative or um, uh, otherwise altered state, 
I kind of try to get a look at the landscape because there's probably more going on here than we thought. Second card is the uh, Seven of Wands, and this shows a a guy on a hill who is unprepared for an attack. He's wearing one boot and one shoe. He doesn't have his belt on. He's got a stick, and he's trying to fend off uh, six sticks that are being poked at him. You are definitely being attacked from below. And from below means that um, it's interesting. I said to take the bird's eye view. Watch out below also. There may be someone close to you or some people who you have taught or some people um, spiritually, emotionally, economically, age-wise, or otherwise not at your level, beneath you in some way. And that includes beneath you in age, like younger. It uh, doesn't always mean that you're a better person. It just means that something about them can be ranked as lower than you who may turn and attack. Um, she may be um, one of those, but there seems to be almost a feeling of multiple attack. If you are unprepared, like this fellow with the boot and the shoe, you could get in trouble. So you really do need to prepare um, your protections on a general basis. As your fame increases, as your renown increases, um, it says to me you should um, consider that this goes with the territory. In other words, once you hold the high ground, someone may at you, and uh, you're going to have to be aware of that. The third card is a second queen, and it's the Queen of Cups. Now that's interesting, because now we have these two queens kind of facing each other, and the Queen of Cups is the psychic queen. She's the water queen. She's holding a, a golden goblet, and she is looking into it and seeing the future, seeing into people's hearts and minds. She has little pebbles, very colorful pebbles and stones around her. And um, i looking at this, and she has three um, tutelary spirits, her little mermaid angel babies uh, around her, carved on her throne. My feeling is here, that's more indicative of your um, cancer rising, of your sensitivity. So between the Queen of Swords, which is both beckoning because you are wanting to be a leader of this group and defensive because of the sword on the one side and the Queen of Cups on the other side, you basically have this other chick covered. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that you can do wrong here is to just be unprepared for an attack. So it may be that, as you said, you're getting these inklings uh, that something is going on. You are right, but you do have it covered. And I I um, focus on being prepared. Uh, with fame comes, um, you know, haterism. So just be aware of that. There's nothing you can do about it. That's that's the attack from below. Those who have less uh, often try, you know, what's called the crabs in a bucket syndrome. They They try to get out by tearing other people down. So that's what I have for you. Let me turn this over to Lady Muse. Well, okay. All right, Miss Cat. Did you want me to go ahead and read her, or did you want me yeah, to give just, the... Just, uh, yeah, no, uh, you're going right. to do another reading. We're in second reading. Okay. All right. Hello, Lindsay. How are you, sweetie? Hi, I'm doing well. Thanks for taking the call. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's see what's going on. And what is the other lady's name, the other individual's name again? Um, I I didn't give her a no. name. Okay. Well, just let me tune in. All right. Let's just tune in. Person that is attacking. Show us. 
All right. Let's see. I'm currently utilizing the Quest Tarot. Okay. And your question is, is she or this individual or this, this group trying to attack you? Now, the first card I got is the Two of Cups, and it's, it's a love card, all right? But now this is not what's going on. A lot of times spirit shows me the storyline behind what has taken place, okay? So I do see the relationship that you once had with the Two of Cups, okay? Now, something happened along the line where there was some jealousy uh, rising there, okay, which caused the relationship to be hung up. Now, their goal is to try to sabotage you from reaching your goals. I see that with the Son of Cups. It shows the individual on their knees where it looks like they're just about at their goals, but they have these blockages and hindrances, like um, there's a white uh, uh, icy patch with the snake on the ground, okay? And then we have the Sun card right behind it, followed by the Ten of Swords. So they're trying to ruin what you have going on, the sunshine that you have. You're building a group. You're growing. uh, uh, uh God is blessing you, you know, you're becoming more popular. And like Ms. Cat was saying, sometimes to whom much is given, much is required. And you do have lower-level thinking people that will try to sabotage your success because they can't get success on their own, okay? So then the question was, are they throwing at you? Is there something afoot? I did get the Mother of Wands. The daggers are pointing in the yes position, followed by the tower card. So I don't know if the kid the feet got to fall out the sky now, uh, but there it is. Okay, so you definitely want to protect yourself and stay protected. Sometimes we have to build our protective shields, especially when we're growing and when we're building. Okay, you got to maintain that protection as a constant. Okay, Miss Cat? All right, and I I have to apologize. I handed this off to you with no preparation, and I should have handed it off to John, but I just got confused as to who was on my list here. Um, oh, it's all right. Uh, it's all good. All right. Well, you know, what, what we say here is that all of us can fill any role. We're all good at what we do. So let's turn this over to John for some um, root work advice. Oh, I was going to do a reading, but uh, no, nah, you're going to do root work advice. We're just flipping it. We just flipped the script, baby. It happened. <laughs> okay, because I have, I actually have some, I have some good stuff here um, in my reading, but uh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, give it to us in ten words or less, huh? Yeah, because right, well, too. Lindsay, uh, my reading basically, I have Lenormand, and I've got the birds and the um, the snake and the fox, and the fox worries me because what I think. May may be going on is that there's an agent provocateur. I think that your group has been infiltrated, and that if you have a, a new member and she seems really, really, really helpful and really, really, really anxious to please, um, keep an eye on her because she may be uh, a mole. And what's going to happen? Is, my spirits are saying what's going to happen is that she's going to start creating division and controversy by spreading gossip and rumors and turning one group against the other. Um, and uh, it's a it's a tactic that borderline personality people do. They divide and turn people against each other. And I believe that she has sent someone in your group to do that. And, there's you know, they're doing spell work and spreading venom and toxins and magic. And, uh, and wow. Uh, that, you, that you have an agent provocateur, you have, you have a mole in your group. Wow. And, um, okay. This, this is what um, my reading shows. Yeah. Now, and Miss Mike, um, Miss Mike Kell says something in the chat room. I'm going to put this into. If not a mole yet, 
The new Miss Helpful may be recruitable by your enemy, easily offended or prone to feel unappreciated. And that kind of goes with my card about attack from below. Yeah, attack from so, below. Yeah, a lot of your out. reading was yeah, a lot of your reading was uh, right in line with this. And uh, um, I'm not I'm not afraid to say that you know you might have a, a spy, you might have a mole, uh, you know, who's been sent to destroy you from within. All right. Well, um, let's see. Who's supposed to do the root work now? Is Lady Muse is supposed to do the root work? We got every. We got okay. three readings here. Let's take it away to back. Let's throw it back to Lady Muse. She's going to do the sure. root work because she was supposed to oh. in the first place. I'm oh, so okay. sorry. No, that's well, the root work. The root no. work's pretty direct here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Get them. That's what the root work say. <laughs> okay, but mm-hmm. what I wanted to tell you is that. Um, and seeing that there may be a mole or somebody trying to infiltrate the group, what you may want to do is divine. Before you uh, attach people to yourself, you know, get close to people and have them in your group, divine on them, you know. Uh, and and if you, you can do it with more than one person, three people that you may trust. You know, do a divination to see where this person's head is, if they are a good fit for what you have going on in, in the cause of your group. Okay, Miss Lindsay? Now, what I did have for you, and I'm pretty sure you may have heard of some of these things because you are definitely a graduate, is, you know, Lucky Mojo has a fiery wall of protection spell uh, kit. That's very, very good. Okay, so we all know that the first thing you want to do is do some cleansing and uncrossing work. Okay, that should be done on a regular basis. And then you can yeah, use your um, fiery wall. Go ahead. My partner and I actually did the fiery wall of protection work. Very good. Oh, it was back before Samhain, um, and we both do regular uncrossing as well. Good, good, good. Now, have you thought about utilizing a a reversal mirror box, maybe with some devil's dung, vandal roof, crab shell powder? You know, crabs walk backwards. You want to reverse something when they try to hit Okay, well, you can may think about doing that, getting you a mirror box. Okay, now this is the thing. If you're going to build the box, make sure you don't uh, capture your own reflection in the mirrors, okay? So you build the box. You can build a effigy, a doll baby of the individual or the group. You could put the group name in there, okay? And what you're doing is you're focusing on anything that they throw at you being reversed and hitting them, okay? You can also use the Sixth Pinnacle of Mars. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but if you're not familiar, make sure you do your research first, okay, in how to use those pinnacles, all right? And what it does is it reverses. Uh, evil that is sent to you, where it where it won't harm you. It goes right back to the enemy, and the in, it, the enemy is attacked by their own stuff. So again, that's devil's dung. Now, when you're using that stuff, it, it speaks. Okay, so you may want to use a mask when you're putting it together. Don't inhale it, girl. Don't inhale it. Whatever you do. Okay, and then your vandal, <laughs> your vandal root, and your crab shell powder. Okay, Miss Cat, you got something to add to that? Or should wow. Yes, I. Yes, I do have one thing to add to that, Psalms number 91. There we go. Um, And for those unfamiliar with why we say crab shell powder, it's because crabs are known to walk backwards. Um, And uh, so that is to undo the spell by them walking backwards. And uh, you can do it in a mirror box. You can do it in um, between two flat mirrors. Um, I recommend it. I also, one thing that was said that um, I'm going to just um, jump on here about that too, is that um, to do a divination is absolutely proper. What Lady Muse said is perfect. One of the best ways to do a divination on whether 
who in the group that you're currently with is leaving an open channel. I'm not going to go, maybe they're not a mole in the sense that they're reporting back all the time, but I would call them an open channel to this attacker. That's all I'm going to say. And you can take their photos and um, and take a photo of the uh, the known attacker and put that and then put all the photos of every member of your group, maybe circling around, and use a pendulum divination to see which one connects, if any, or... Just use their photos and do a yes/no over them. Are you a mole? Are you a conduit? Are you being psychically spied upon by so and so? And remember, there are three questions there. Are you intentional? Um, that you're doing it on purpose. Are you um, an open conduit, but not knowing you do, or are you not even an open conduit, but being peeped in on? ESP'd in on by this third party. There are three different possibilities here. Ask the pendulum. You'll find your answer. You'll find your answer. Okay? That's a great um, idea. And also, oh, if I may. And Papa Newt. Papa Newt said, Psalms 37.15, associated with the sixth seal of Mars, their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Absolutely. Yes, I love that one. Yes, yeah, Psalms 37. Thank you, Papa Newt. We've given you a also, lot of homework. <laughs> yeah, if I may, once yeah. you know who it is, uh, that's power. You you play double agent, then you you send stuff back through them. You know, you use them against the person who's using them mm-hmm. to attack you. Um, this is this is very very advanced. You know, once you know someone is using someone against you, you turn it around and and that's, use them as a conduit back good. to the attacker. Yeah. Yes, and I'm going to say one other one too. Um, which is um, uh, Psalms number one. That is to separate someone from the congregation who is ungodly, and um, it will basically, they just go. You will have them going. And you can then do um, some work for unity among those who remain if that happens. Um, it's just one of those um, prove it by moving it. You know, they will leave if they really are impure. If they're just an innocent conduit, you've got to do protection work around them to keep them from being, um, oh, I guess the word is uh, psychically raped <laughs> by, by the yeah. by the okay. evil one, right? And so this is a this is some work for you. I really want to. Uh, and I know you're capable of doing all of this. I wish you all the best, and um, stay in touch with us. And you can also, um, you know, stay in touch with us through the student group of the forum, since you're empowered to get in there into the student group, and we can discuss it further in private if you wish to in the forum for students only. Okay? Wow. That is, mm-hmm. yeah, Papa G is just quoting Psalms 1 at us. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Thank you, Papa G. Okay, we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt. Support for, uh, support for this programming is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com, and by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org, and by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. And our next client is a first-time caller calling in from area code 253 in Washington State. This is Jan. Jan, are you there? 
Yes, I am. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show, and thank you for entrusting us with your situation this evening. Thank now, you. looking at your information here, I do see you have not had any private readings with uh, Miss Cat or Countryman Ali or Lady Muse or any other readers and root workers. Is that correct? That's right. And uh, Jan writes, I am torn between staying at my current job and looking for a different job. There are a lot of issues at my current job that makes it very difficult, but I fear I'd find the same elsewhere. Should I stay or go? I would appreciate rework suggestions for bringing a real success and happiness with whichever path you recommend. Thank you. Turning back to you, Miss Cat. All right, Jan, I'm going to ask just a couple of questions before I, now I'm going to read my rundown, <clears throat> before I turn this over to Lady Muse. <laughs> but the questions I'm going to ask are very simple. What is your sign of the zodiac? I'm a triple air with an Aquarian sun, a Libra rising, and Gemini moon. Mm. Libra rising and Gemini moon. Wow. Wow! You must be very. You must be very. You must be very smart. Um, uh, um, and what do you? What field are you in? You don't have to tell me who you work for or anything like that. But, um, but you know, what field do you work in? I'm in IT, computer. IT. God, I should have just said you're in IT, aren't you? And then I would have won a prize, right? <laughs> Seriously, what a combination. Um, that's. Fantastic. Um, the Libra ascendant is what's causing the um, the doubts and the wobbling. Um, uh, being an Aquarius with a Gemini moon um, is super for IT work. I, I myself have an Aquarius moon and Gemini rising, so I kind of dig that. Um, but the Libra the Libra ascendant makes you want to be more accommodating to people or to worry about social situations. And I'm going to turn this over to Lady Muse, and we're going to. Um, see where we go. Lady Muse, can you give her a reading on this? Should she stay or should she go? Should she stay or should she go? Okay. How are you, Miss Jan? I'm great, thank you. All right. Let's see what the Quest Tarot has to say. Should you stay or should you go for this job? Show us. Okay, so now the first card I got is the Mother of Cups. So the daggers are pointing toward the future, all right? And cups usually rec- represent emotion. So I see that there is a lot of a pressure here on the job, and it's really affecting you emotionally, all right, with the Justice card following behind it. The Libra is heavy in the background. So I see that there is a sense of imbalance. Have you bumped heads with your, your supervisors? I. Everybody's feeling bit. it where I work. Uh, okay, uh. everybody gets it. Okay. All yeah. right. Now, what I did get is the death card. Now, it's not meaning that someone is about to die, but it's the ending of one cycle, the beginning of another cycle, with the Father of Stones pointing towards the future, okay, and then the Son of Wands pointing towards the future. So it seems that his spirit is telling us that you probably need to start looking elsewhere because right now you're in an oppressive situation. With the Son of Wands pointing towards the future, the individual on the card is standing up with his hands in the air like, yes, I'm free. Okay, so if you want that freedom, you probably need to look for another 
job elsewhere, okay? And then I got the lover's card right behind it, okay? So th this, this job that you should be looking for is something that you're going to be very comfortable with, somewhere that you're going to feel appreciated because I don't think that you're being paid what you are worth right now. When was the last time you had a raise? Uh, a few years back, so you're right. <laughs> okay, okay. So it, it's time to go, girl. It's time to pack up, pack up. And then I got the Eight of Wands. So if you start looking for something now, it looks like the Spirit will go ahead and bless you. Do, make sure you do your root work behind it. You know, the moon is in its waxing stages, and we're doing a lot of work to draw things to us. So this will be a good time. And the 22nd is the full moon. So do your ritual work and end it on the 22nd. Draw in that new position, that new job, okay? Okay, I say yes, time to go. Miss Kat? Wow. Thank you. Um, that was sharp, short, and very much on point. Um, all right, well, the next reading will be done by John. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks. Um, Jan, I've got <clears throat> three cards here about your question and then two to the side because I wanted to see what was going on behind the scenes. And I want to tell you, I have the ship and the house and the man on the horse. And um, uh, in this order, uh, basically the answer to your question is yes. Um, there's a thing called the geographical cure, and it doesn't always work. What they say in the 12-step program is that um, you, you, your problems get on the plane with you. You know, you, you, have, you bring your problems on the plane, and then you get off, and the problems go with you. But in this case, I don't think so. Um, the um, uh, the idea here, I think, is that yeah, there's there's stuff going on there that you'll you'll leave behind. Now, the conditions over here, I have the ring and the moon, so this suggests to me that there may be gossip and talk about you and another person there that makes you uncomfortable, and the people yeah. there are very spiteful and mean. Is that correct? Yeah, you nailed it. Yes. <laughs> yep. And uh, that is not something that you can erase easily. And, uh, well, I didn't nail it. My spirits did. <laughs> they're, they're very snooty. And uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, you know, once once something like that happens on a workplace, uh, it, it becomes written into the legend and, uh, of the workplace. And, you know, you're right. You know, fresh beginning somewhere else. And, uh, um you know what? What can you say? You know, yeah, you should. Thank you. Well, I'm done. Um, I'm done. Uh, you're done. That was that was darn quick too. And I'm going to say something. I love that phrase. It becomes written into the legend of the workplace. Um, boy, that is a truth that we also just um, mm -hmm. consider because some there are some things you cannot recover from. And it's not that it was your fault or that you did no, anything no, wrong, but it no. becomes part of the, the like I, I would have called it, the mutually agreed upon storytelling of the workplace. This is not good. And, 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 and it may not be. competition. Competition. Yeah. People are spiteful. Yeah. Yeah, and spiteful people, you know, you would wish that the um, the boss would just say, one bad apple spoils the bunch, let's get rid of the bad apple. But very often that doesn't happen until too late. Well, so the boss is part of it. The, the boss is part of it, says John. All right. Uh, yeah, I go. agree. I agree. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't fix it. You can't fix it if it comes from the top. And, no, um, if the house so, is burning down, you leave the burning house. That's just... All right. 
Uh-huh. You got to kind of fix that when you're going in. You take care of your boss when you go in. As soon as you get there, you don't, right. you don't wait to see it goes sour. Yeah. Right. You know what? You know what? You don't buy a you don't buy a burning house. That's right. You don't right. buy a burning house. All right. Well, let me let me give you some ideas here for um, the work that I would like to see you do. Okay. So, um, in in looking for a new job in a field which you kind of know what field you want to stay in there are several ideas one is the location second um the the pay um and third you know are they hiring and you know do you know anybody at these other places these were all the normal social things that would one would want to work with if one did not use magic so i'm going to show you how you can empower those social ways of connecting to getting a new job with magical um work so first of all, we uh, use a, a, a route called gravel route. It is always used to get a, a new job. It's called gravel route because it's also good for kidney stones, which used to be called kidney gravel. Um, but gravel route um, is a very, very uh, optimum for getting a new job. Salt is optimum for getting a new job. And so is something else called um, lucky stones, lucky bones, fish ear bones, it's a pair of little bones that come from a drumfish, and it's often used for getting a job. So um, the uh, sometimes called fish autoliths. Um, and mm. so um, you, you can uh, get yourself a mojo made with those little fish autoliths, and I would recommend it highly. Um, I'm not going to recommend them just because we sell them in the shop, but we do. And ours are most beautifully made by Miss Angela Marie Horner, uh, one of the most classic Toby makers of the 21st century. They are in chamois cloth. They have in them a silver mercury dime. They have um, little grains of paradise. And they have Lakshmi dupe, which is a, a sticky kind of incense, dupe incense, which is sacred to the goddess Lakshmi, who is the bringer of money and good fortune. And they're made with these fish autoliths, and they're sewed into chamois leather. You can't beat them. They're just fantastic. So that's what I would recommend you get one of. But if you don't want to get that, you want to just start off very simple, you're going to get the logos of all the companies that you might apply to, every company. If you think you want to do IT rather than for a large IT company, but you want to say you want to do IT for the Humane Society or you want to do IT for a school system, get their logos. Whoever, wherever you're going to apply, you just get their logo. Everybody's logo is online, printed out. And first of all, you're going to do a little bit of divination on those. You're going to take a little white candle, not a tea light, but you like a little freestanding candle in a, a little white uh, four-inch candle. And I'd like you to burn a candle on each of those logos. Do not touch the logo with the candle. You can catch the paper on fire. Not a good idea. You want to put it in a little candle stand. And just observe how each one of those burns. Some may go out. Some may drip tears. Some may burn just totally clean. If the, Any that do not come up straight up clean, dispose of those logos. They don't even apply. In other words, if you get tears, if you get uh, the thing goes out and won't stay lit, gone, go on to the next one. So that's a preliminary divination. Now you're going to take those logos that have um, shown to be positive candle burnings on them, and you can arrange them around in a little circle. And in the middle, you're going to put a candle to represent yourself. And you can use a glass-encased candle, um, or you can use a freestanding candle, whatever you want to. A golden candle, golden taper is sometimes good. Um, uh, as Lady Muse said, we're coming up on the full moon, so people will often burn these golden or yellow candles up to the full moon. Dress it with steady work oil, and um, and 
and or if you do have a little mojo of that type, put the mojo in front of it. Otherwise, make yourself a, a little a steady work mojo. And you can um, empower that mojo, carry that mojo with you. Dust any applications you make that are made on paper with steady work powder. If you're going to apply online, use steady work oil, uh, anoint the tips of your fingers and draw a cross in the palm of each hand and say, um, you know, may, may my, the work of my hands and the work, and then uh, touch your, make a little cross on your forehead. May the work of my hands and the work of my mind. Some people will just um, instead draw a little lines over their eyebrows and then a little cross on their forehead. May the work of my hands and the work of my mind um, be in alignment with, and then you put your hand on your heart, the work of my heart, and then you type your thing, you know, and, and you want to be recognized. Um, and when you go for the interview, I want you to wear um, the logo and maybe the business card of anybody connected with that company in uh, your shoe, the shoe of your dominant foot. And you can recognize your dominant foot. People go, well, I don't know, I have a dominant, I'm right-handed, but what's my dominant foot? Stand on the top of a staircase and take a first step off the staircase, that's your dominant foot. You'll just know it right away. You, you'll feel weird if you had to step off with the other foot. Um, so, and you wear that in your shoe, you can put it under the insole, just step on it directly, however you like to, when you go for the interview. Carry gravel root and salt in your pocket if you don't have a, a job-getting mojo. Those are my recommendations. Um, I'm sure that I can get some uh, other help from some of the other people here. What all do you think we should add to this um, kind of work? Okay, well, um, now uh, I like the fact that uh, when we have to submit the resumes online, because what you can do is you can print out a copy of your resume, grab you some Crown of Success incense, okay? You can get that from Lucky Mojo as well. You can dab your resume with some Love Me Oil, because you want the people to get your resume, and you want them to love you above all others, okay? And what you want to say is something like, as a matter of fact, you can mix the Crown of Success incense with John the Conqueror, because you want to conquer the situation of getting this job, okay? Now, what you can say is that this resume is going to represent my resumes of the past, present, and future. The, way, the reason why we say past is because you never know. You may have filled out uh, applied for something in the past that they may decide to call you. You don't want to have any doors closed. You don't want to have tunnel vision where you're trying to pull in a blessing like such as this, okay? So you want to say represent my past, present, and future resumes. Upload that into your computer and then use that uh that anointed resume to draw in that job. You can also use some lo a lodestone. Uh, if you're going to do a steady work mojo, uh, you can use a lodestone. Put that in your in your mojo bag. Add the, the, the magnetic sand. Charge that lodestone to bring you money, bring you a, a good-paying job. You can wrap that petition around that lodestone so that it can attract that. Or you can use that same lodestone with that petition wrapped around it on your money-drawn altar because you can work your money-drawn altar to draw in a job. You can also put your resume on your money-drawn altar. Remember, your money-drawn altar, the money that you put on there, is supposed to go out and bring you more money. So you can definitely put your resume on there as well. John, wow. you got something you want to add? Mm, sure enough, yeah. Now, since we're uh, we're talking about doing this on a computer, this has been a, a big complication with uh, getting you know doing your job resumes. How you doctor your job resumes when it's online? We you know you do computer witchery, and um, 
Um, let's talk about crystals, if I can. Mm-hmm. You can you yeah, you can grid your computer. Okay, you can do you can grid your computer and do some computer witchery. So, uh, you grid your computer, and uh, this is a very good grid for doing your computer if you want to send your will out, uh, especially for job resumes. Um, so, uh, make a grid on your computer. In the middle, you put Ulexite. It's called TV Crystal Ulexite. And um, this is a, an incredible – it's also good for clairvoyance if you put it on your third eye. Uh, but Ulexite, and if you work with this stuff, yeah, yeah, that spelling is correct. That's correct, Shiva. Ulexite. And this stuff, it, it's, it's like a fiber optic, natural fiber optic crystal. You lay it on print, it will lift it off the page to the surface of the crystal. And it's an amazing little crystal. But put this in the middle and then grid it. And you can grid it any way you want. Uh, I like – uh, a five-point grid, and the grid is going to be tektite, tungsten, merulonite, um, lodestone, and the fifth point of this is going to be what you're trying to draw in. It will, you, so if you're trying to draw in money, um, um, you can put malachite, you can put uh, fool's gold, um, you know, iron pyrite, you can put um, uh, whatever you want to put in there. Uh, so, you know, put your money attraction in there, uh, your job attraction. Uh, citrine is also used for to draw citrine. money. Mm-hmm. Yep, citrine, um, tiger eye. Can I just? I gotta. I gotta ask you because you spoke. You have a lovely accent, and you sometimes mumble, dear. After oh, I'm sorry. Tectite, I'm also very tired. Uh, no, okay. After tectite yeah, okay. and tungsten, you said something else. What was that? Mer- merlinite, like the magician. Merlinite. merlinite. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I apologize for my aging ears. I, I apologize. I, I'm tired today. Um, I had <laughs> I, I, I worked a, a full day psychic fair yesterday, so I was oh my I God. Like nine to six. Yeah. Um, Where's the and, coffee? Um, Where's the coffee? And uh, I can't I can't take I can't do coffee today. I'm doing a nuclear uh, stress test in the morning, so 24 hours without coffee or chocolate. It's just, it's it's cruelty. It's like safety. <laughs> That's cruelty. That's um, horrible. Horrible. Well, I, I know. It's, I, it's I like, apologize for not understanding. So it's a five-point grid with the ulexite in the middle, then tektite, mm-hmm. tungsten, yeah. merlinite, merlinite, and then the fifth one would be, um, oh, no, then lodestone, and then finally lodestone. the last one would be malachite, pyrite, or citrine, whatever you want. Yeah, whichever you're trying to draw in. Um, you mm-hmm. know, you get a condition Beautiful. for what you're trying okay. to If you're trying to draw in love, it would be pink you know, quartz. You know what we good? Some fast luck oil, Miss Cat. Your fast luck oil is awesome. That's that awesome. You know, that's, yeah. luck, like luck is luck is controlled synchronicity. You know, we, we didn't get a chance to yeah. talk about that. But what is luck? <laughs> but synchronicity, right? Controlled mm-hmm. synchronicity. We'll, we'll talk mm-hmm. about that next time. Controlled synchronicity. I love that fast luck yeah. oil. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Wow. I, right. That is um, that is a lot. Now we're going to go to our um, fabulous Electronica Technica and see what results. <laughs> The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6, Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 4 to 5, 
and The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment with John St. Germain of johnstgermain.com in Knoxville, Tennessee. Take it away, John. Oh, my gosh. Have we reached that point already? Okay. Yes, um, we have. <laughs> all right. There, there is – we're talking about synchronicity. The question that came to me one time was, what is coincidence and can you control it? So um, basically an attraction spell is, is creating a – a synchronicity. It's creating a point of synchronicity. Um, the law of correspondence for every thought or desire is a corresponding reality. The trick is creating an irresistible attraction between that thought or that desire and that reality. So here we go. Two candles, and um, one will represent you, and one will represent the object of your desire. You, write, you carve your name into the one that represents you. You'll also need a picture of the object of your desire or a written description as detailed as possible or draw it. You can draw it. Um, you'll need magnetic oil, attraction oil or magnetic oil, lodestone oil. Um, so you're, you're going to do a moving candle spell. You need a plate with them on or a tray. So you will put the candle representing the object of your desire over or on the picture of the object of your desire and the one representing you uh, at some distance. When you dress the object of your desire candle, you do it away from you because you're sending it out. And you say, go out and find the object of my desire. You know, if it's a job, go out and find my job, my ideal job, the one that's meant for me, the one that you're dressing for you. You dress the oil toward you and you say, and bring it to me, bring it to me. And then over the course of five days, you light the candle, you move it, you send your, your desire out, you know, in uh, New Thought, we go into the the object, the, go into the silence. We send it out. We say, uh, this is my job. I have it. You know, we have found each other. We are together. We are one. You go into that, um, uh, you know, that universal consciousness. Boom, we are together. We're one. Boom, together. Next night, together. Over the course of three, you can do it for three nights or five nights, depending on how long you want to do it. Boom, together. That last night, of course, they, they merge together. They melt together into a puddle. Um, and, um, you know, you, you scrape them together and dispose of them ceremoniously, running water, crossroads, uh, your favorite means of um, disposing of them ceremoniously. It's an inexpensive spell. It's an, it's an effective spell. And it will. it's designed to create a point of controlled synchronicity. Wow. That is, that is a classic, what we call moving candle spell. Now I'm going to ask a question because I didn't, quite understand. Are you going to move both toward each other, or are you going no. to move that one toward you? You're going to move, you're drawing it in, so you have your candle in the center, and mm-hmm. you're going to okay. move, so you're going to move the object of your desire toward um, you, and, mm-hmm. uh, or you can, move, you can move both of them at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. It depends. Now, if you're moving toward Say you're going to relocate to the job. You say, I want to get out of this uh, crappy town and go somewhere else. Then you would move yourself toward the job. Uh, right, like our last client who wanted right. to get a new job. Um, right, you're, yeah. you're, you're right. creating a, a, uh, an image of your desire. 
Mm-hmm. If you're trying to find your love and you say, well, let's find each other, you would move both candles. You've got, this, mm-hmm. is, this is me, this is my love, let's move both candles. So you're creating, a, you know, you're creating a small model of, of the dynamic you're trying to set into motion. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're looking for your job, your job would stay in the center, then you, you would move toward it. You know, it's the same town. There's your job and you're moving toward it. So you're creating a visualization yeah. of what you're trying to it create. It really, it depends, on, it depends on how you visualize the situation unfolding. Right. And, if and thank, you, thank the universe I'm, I'm all the say, time. Say, say, thank you, universe. Thank you for this because the universe loves flattery. <laughs> the universe loves flattery. <laughs> that should be a meme, uh, it's a, John. It goes it's, on I Facebook. It's, it's, it's one of St. Germain's laws. The universe loves flattery. That's one of St. Germain's laws. <laughs> the universe loves flattery. So smooch it. Smooch it. Smooch the universe's derriere. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you got me laughing so hard. Um now, we were talking about managed coincidences. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that I would add to such a thing might be a little bit, we talked earlier about anise seed. Um, I prefer even to anise for these things. Anise is great. No, I shouldn't say prefer. I happen to love star anise. It's a different yeah. uh, species, totally different species, different family. It's actually in the magnolia family, but it smells like anise. They look smell similar, but star anise is like super beautiful, and I'm a Taurus, and like it's just so super beautiful. Now, not every star anise star is a little pod and has little seeds in it. Not everyone is perfect. So you buy a package of star anise, you buy a pound of them, and you can find all the perfect ones. Save the perfect ones, please. And, and uh, they would be used on the altar, the perfect ones. Uh, I'm saying you could crush it up and grind it up in a coffee grinder. You have great star anise powder, great stuff. Mm-hmm. It's great in making chai. You do whatever you want with it. But I'm talking about the little, um, uh, Nagashiva calls them the little starfish babies. Um, mm-hmm. they, 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 they come with different numbers of stars, on, I mean, different little points. They just, um, Papa Newt says, I do save the perfect ones. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we all say so put those out you can if you had enough perfect ones you could make a whole little ring on your tray say you had a circular one of those beautiful metal pizza trays that everyone loves so much or the kind of trays that caterers bring the meat platter on never throw those away those are really good for your altar and you can just make a whole ring of those little star anises all the way around and with each one you put down you just lay it down and you say star anise let me see the psychic truth bring to me the vision I need, and just boop, 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 a whole little necklace of them going all around that tray. That is a lovely way to set those that altar up. A constellation. <laughs> Did you ever see that Hody altar, that, that prosperity altar? I had a picture of it on my website, and it had the star anise with the little googly eyes stuck in the middle of them, so they had an eye looking out. <laughs> uh, that sounds you got a sense of humor. Uh, okay. I, you got a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I have one. I have one thing I wanted to add to the to what uh, uh, John Saint Germain was saying. He said about the universe. So a, another mm-hmm. way, because he did mention that you can dispose of it, your ritual remains in different ways. Okay. So another thing you can do is you can dispose of it to the four winds on the twenty second. Now, if you start it on the eighteenth, he said five days. So next Sunday would be day one. Okay, for you to start the moving candle spell that he's talking about. And you can end it on the 22nd, which is the night of the full moon. And then take mm-hmm. your petition and burn it. Utilize the fi- element of fire. Burn it. Take it right. outside. Right, right. Stand north. Yes. 
Lord to the four winds, north, east, west, and south. There you go. Wow. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So burn to ash and then blow the ashes to the quarters. Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Um, wow. All right, folks. Um, we have, you know, one thing I just got to say about you, Lady Muse, you talk even faster than I do. <laughs> I'm going to slow down, Miss Cat. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, don't slow down. Don't slow it's down because coffee. we can get no, we can get more information to the public the faster we talk, right? Is that what it is? Okay. Well, That's the way to do it. We do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to bring in fast-talking Papa Newt, and he's going to wrap us up with our closing announcements, and then we'll all come back and say goodbye in our each own and several ways. Thank you, Miss Cat, and thank you, uh, Lady Muse, for being our special co-host, and thank you, John St. Germain of johnstgermain.com in Knoxville, Tennessee, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when we'll have another special guest from the Association of Independent Re- Readers and Root Workers, which will be Madam Nadia of madamnadia.com in Chicago, Illinois, bringing us the topic on death in the conjure tradition. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Cat via the Lucky Mojo forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Lady Muse at the House of Self Empowerment.com in Victorville, California. I'm your announcer, Pop News, joining you from popnews.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour can be heard every week live on Block Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archives via luckymojo.com slash radio show.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and invite you to join us next week at the same time when you will hear the familiar strength of the message Jugman playing the Jugman Vault. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Well, thank you, Papa Newt. Uh, you got that all figured out. I do have a question. I missed. What is the topic that Madam Nadia is bringing us? Death in the Conjure Tradition. Okay. Great. Got to put that in the chat. Um, I really, really enjoyed this show. It was lovely. Thank you so much, uh, Lady Muse, for jumping on as our co-host today. Thank you, Miss Cat, for having me. It's always a pleasure and a privilege. Absolutely. You're you're wonderful. Thank you, John, for bringing us a great topic. Oh, gosh, you're welcome. The chemistry was great today, wasn't it? It was fabulous. All (laughs) righty. And here's the end of our music. So, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.